0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insights into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges, still in chapter 8, looking at verses 22 and 23 from the uh, New King James Version. In this section, Israel wants Gideon to be their king. He's uh, served as a judge, but he they want him to be their king. Let's listen to God's word. It reads, Then the men of Israel said to Gideon, Rule over us, both you and your son, and your grandson also, for you have delivered us from the hand of Midian. But Gideon said to them, I will not rule over you, nor shall my son rule over you. The Lord shall rule over you. Again, Judges chapter 8, verses 22 and 23 from the New King James Version, which is titled, Gideon Refuses to be Made King. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 8, verses 22 and 23 from the New King James Version. The uh, people of Israel want Gideon to become their king and begin dynastic rule in Israel. They thought it reasonable because he had gone through the, uh, so, much, so many toils and perils to, for their deliverance that he should enjoy the honor and power of commanding them uh, ever, ever afterwards. And they thought that, you know, figure that, you know, God has blessed him. God's presence is with him. So they wanted him to provide, to preside over their affairs. And then the commentary goes on to say that similar pressure to stave off oppression in the days of Samuel would result in the rise of King Saul. Because remember, Israel wanted to have kings like all the, all the people around them. They didn't understand that God is their king. That's not what they wanted. Gideon insisted that Yahweh should be the sole king of Israel. And what follows uh, concerning Abimelech, Gideon's son, by a concubine, calls into question the sincerity of Gideon's refusal to become king because Abimelech's name means my father is king. So despite his refusal, Gideon seems to have ruled as a de facto king. It was honorable in him to, of him to refuse. He says, I will not rule over you. What he did was um, a design to serve them, not to rule them, to make them safe, easy, happy, and not uh, to make himself great or honorable. As, and, uh, as he was not ambitious of grandeur himself, he didn't cover it for his family either. My son shall not rule over you either, uh, either, either while I live or when I'm gone. But the Lord shall rule over you. And he's saying um, that this intimates that, you know, he's a modest man. And um, that he, did, he was a man of piety. He had an opportunity, but, you know, that's not what God put in his spirit. Perhaps he discerned in the people a dislike by theocracy or divine government a desire uh, of a king like the the nations around them, and they wanted to avail themselves of his merits as a colorful presence to move uh, for a change of government. But Gideon would by no means take that. No, he didn't want that. No good man can be pleased with any honor done to himself which ought to belong to God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that uh, just as Gideon did, our Lord Jesus Christ delivered us. But Christ delivered us out of the hands of our enemies, our spiritual enemies, the worst and most dangerous. And we thank you for that, Father. And therefore, it is fit that that he should rule over us. We are delivered that we may serve him without fear and serve you without fear. And we thank you for that, Father. We pray for those, especially our Indian brothers and sisters who are fighting uh, against Hinduism. We're praying for them, Father, because they know that God, the uh, blood of Jesus delivers them from, this, from spiritual enemies, from enemies of their soul. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. So many needs, but you're a big God. So nothing uh, that happens in our life is unusual or something that you can't handle. And we thank you for that. And Father, we pray for those who are in bereavement, those who are looking for a place to live, looking for, um, especially as things are going on in other countries and here. So much violence. We know that so much need is there. We're praying, God, for angel protection over all of us. In the name of Jesus. And Father, as we pray and ask, we also stop and pray in thanks. And a prayer of thanksgiving, we thank you, Father. Thank you for your love and kindness. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Son who died for our sins. Thank you for your angels who you've given charge over us. And we praise you, your name, Father. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.